Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host from Los Angeles, California, Joey. No chill, pray no. Hello, Andrew. Good afternoon, Joseph. Good afternoon. Welcome back to SoCal. Thank you. How was uh, how was the Carolinas? I always love North Carolina. Oh, uh, loved it. Beautiful state. Loved it. You know, it's. It's funny because I've gotten a lot of messages, especially obviously after my trip to Texas. And, you know, one of the big accusations that somebody made is like, you're such a fucking, you're such coastal trash. You, If it's not New York or LA, you're just going to shit all over it, fly over, blah, blah, blah. Dude, Wilmington, North Carolina is a great town. There is more soul. There is more like of a of of heart in every single block of Wilmington, North Carolina, than the entirety of the state of Texas. It's just got it's cool. The people are cool. It's a very diverse city. It's a very diverse city politically. Uh, you know, you go out, you can get a good cup of coffee. I found a cafe breweries all over the place they got the beach obviously there they got you know river walk it's it's a dope town i had uh, sadly it was um a fantastic weekend at the club but it's only friday saturday there and usually you know you go thursday friday saturday sunday when you headline and in the only one of the few towns i would love to be there thursday friday saturday sunday you're just there friday saturday I couldn't be a bigger fan. If I wasn't in, if I wasn't in the entertainment game, it would be the kind of town I would live in. So, how far is that from Charlotte? Far, like two and a half, three okay. hours, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, your your close, your closest is Raleigh. Um, I think that's just over an hour, and then you're actually just like an hour from Myrtle Beach. Um, but I flew directly into Wilmington. Gotcha. Um, so super, super chill town. Had a great cup of coffee and some beignets on Saturday. Had some like pork belly burnt ends at this like really cool cafe that their food looked amazing, but I had just eaten. So I just went in and got a side of pork belly. Walked by like five breweries on my way there. Everybody just outside drinking, you know, like at, at big picnic table type things. The club is amazing. The audiences they get there are amazing. The people who come through all have like super chill. Everybody's like either from there or moved there because they were just like, oh, the weather's great. Town's cool. Um, John Smith sent me to a place called, I think it was the Copper Penny or something like that. The first night I got a hot honey chicken sandwich um, and, and Miller Lights all over the town. It was great. I love it. So for all you fucking... Texas dorks were like, you know, if it's not New York City, you don't give a shit. Your state fucking sucks. I'd rather I. There's more culture in one block of Wilmington, North Carolina, than the entirety of your fucking gigantic state. 
Amazing that you'd find a way to just completely rip Texas while complimenting another state. Yeah, well, because that was the thing. Like somebody was like, "You're such a piece of shit." Like yeah, everywhere you go, you come back and you're like, "It sucks. This place sucks. That place sucks." And I'm like, "Yeah, shitty places suck." I didn't come back from fucking Key West saying it sucked. I didn't come back from Wilmington, North Carolina saying it sucked. I don't come back. You know what from- sucks right now is your Wi-Fi. What's going on already? I, you you've been blurry since we started. Bl- am I blurry? Am I am I breaking up? Yeah, yeah, you're like pixelated. Oh, let me see if I'm on the right Wi-Fi. I think I am. I did just connect the second I got back here. Yep. I'm on Dick Fingers XXX. Yeah. Has your Wi-Fi Dick Fingers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm totally picturing just a hand with dicks for fingers. Is, is that yeah. what we're supposed to think about? Yeah, yeah, Dick Fingers. With a Z. It could also be a fucking rapper. Dick Fingers. That's a good rapper name. Yeah, yeah we, we got to figure out this. We got to figure out the good Prano, good looking dude. I'm on. on I, I, it's it's weird because I don't know what the situation is. I have great Wi-Fi here. I have like I'm paying for like kick-ass Wi-Fi, and whenever I do it, and now I move my light to right behind the thing. I'm telling you, fuck Apple. I don't think it's an Apple issue though, because I look fine. I know, but I think your computer's older than mine. I think every with every new edition, they keep making shittier fucking cameras. Remember how good I used to look on my shitty Microsoft Surface I had? But you looked good when we started this show. I'm telling you, it's not. You can scrub the screen all you want. Well, it can't be the white dude. I'm telling you, I get like five, seven hundred fucking upload speed. I'm just, I'm funny. I'm popping over to the YouTube channel, and it's like you're, yeah, I'm looking. Oh, you know, all my ugliness is on the screen. You, you, yours is a little more pixelated. Well, hopefully it just adjusts at some point. Is it maybe a settings in the... From your end? It could be. Sorry, guys. It could be. I'm sure this is great for podcasting and radio. I mean, this even, even in the stream yard, I've got my HD built-in camera, and I've got my... It's set to high definition resolution. I'm telling you, it's just you, yeah. You have it. You have it on high def 720, right? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, bro. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I blame Apple. Well, I've yet, I've yet to be on this computer ever and be like, "Well, this this camera's great." Well, that reminds me to put out the bat signal on any dirt balls who want to help us, since we could use an extra person again off camera as we do this new stream on StreamYard. Now, it's not paid. I just want to put that out there. Like, we're, we're, This is an unpaid, hey, I really like dirty sports. I did get a DM from Mata, which is a whole history. Like, Mata has a storied history on this show. What are your thoughts on that, Joe? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I mean if he's willing and able... I love yeah. Mata. Yeah. You you have like blocked him on social media. You know, he's one of the people that gets under no, he's your not blocked skin. It. He's not blocked anymore. Oh, okay. He's not blocked anymore. I'm not, by the way, I'm not against Mata. I'm not against Mata at all. I think it could be good for the show because then, then you know, sometimes maybe I could bring him on and we could have a little beef on air over yeah. or whatever. Also, if he's unavailable, maybe Beverly can step in. <laughs> 
Yeah, we, we, we got some options here. So I, I just want to put that out there if anybody wanted to help out. You know, I, I'll say, Mala, you, you're the front runner right now. Because you're the only runner. No, no. You know, a few people reached out. A few did. Okay. okay. A, a few, few dirtballs reached out. But in the well, meantime, maybe, maybe we, you know, maybe we can, uh, you know, have like a little thing to like figure out who's the most qualified. Hey, guys, I have a fucking like year and a half old MacBook Pro. I got a fucking light. I got great Wi-Fi. How come I look like shit all the time? You look good now, though, Joe. See, so adjust it. Oh, see, I still see when I look at what's on my screen, I still feel like I'm pixelated. I gotcha. Who knows? Yeah, this is above our pay grade, but we'll figure it out. We'll get somebody in here. Reach out to us, Dirtballs. Let us know. Slide into those DMs. Give us a ring. 310-359-8365. Some good football yesterday. Was it? <laughs> That's hilarious. In one of the games. Maybe. Oh, which game? Maybe. Oh, the NFL. Why did they do this to us? So much money. Part-time referees. I think, so I was watching McAfee a little today. Yeah. And he had on... Uh, he had on a, a a writer for you know in the Bengals world and uh, and I, and I thought he gave he gave some you know I think he was a realistic Bengals fan on on the whole situation as far as like look they could they're it, they're not exclusive his name is Drew Garrison he's basically saying the refs the refs being bad is not mutually exclusive with why they lost about not taking opportunities to win which is true like and right, I fully absolutely agree, right? and and yeah. honestly the NFL is rigged like thing is ludicrous because guys the cowboys haven't played in a fucking nfc championship game in 25 years the raiders haven't played in an nfc championship game in 20 years like the teams that have these gigantic fan bases that would drive it all like that not only are they not going to the Super Bowl, they're not even getting fucking close. Well, so. what I was what I was gonna say was, you know, he was saying that, and and I thought McAfee made a good point of like, I think the NFL now is realizing now though, now that gambling is legal in so many states, and Ohio is not one of them, you know. So you have avid fan bases and also like large populations now that are suddenly having access to this. They better clean it up quickly because with it being legal, way more eyes are on this and billions, you know, this much more money is now. Involved. I'll say, I'll give you a take that I had yesterday. And I mean, if you look across sports just this weekend, yeah, I, I think it holds up. If you look at the horribly ridiculous blown call Celtic that ended then Lakers. in Celtics Lakers, yeah. if you look at, the the Eagles game and the Eagles Niners game, which also wasn't very well officiated, and then you look at uh, Chiefs Bengals. I think with social media where it's at these days, and all the television angles and whatever, I straight up think that now these home crowds. I I, I just think like referees live in fear of the home crowd. I think they live in fear of when in doubt, make a call that goes the home team's way. And if, if it's, if it looks bad on camera after whatever, they're not going to revolt. Like if imagine that call happening 
you know, uh, to start the San Francisco game. Imagine, you know, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Shanahan said they put the play up on the screen and then he saw it and it looked like a catch. And then, of course, you guys saw a bunch of other angles. Well, you think if that's in San Francisco, that's the angle they're putting up on this video board? Do you think that call is being made against Jason Tatum in Los Angeles or that, you know, a no call being made where people could jump on the court and riot? I just think with social media and the refs getting legit, you know, seeing their name threatened after every game and then obviously the hostility of the crowd i think they're just i just think they just live in fear of home crowds which just get more and more out of control yeah and now and now now we do this thing which obviously everybody knows i'll be rooting against the eagles with everything in my soul but now we do a thing where teams like the eagles they win their fans act like violent human garbage and it's celebrated now now we're going isn't it cool that they destroyed a fucking bus depot isn't it cool this guy's sliding down a pole full of grease it's so fun isn't it funny oh look at them they're trolling bosa on his way into the stadium isn't that like isn't that fucking awesome did did you see all the fires in kansas city yeah like they celebrated lit the whole parking lot on fire yeah so, so we actually had a call about this last weekend. It kind of fits. I'm going to play it real quick. We had a call about refs, and then he called again. But his first call, I thought, was even, you know, kind of nailed it a little better just because we had such bad refs uh, this past week. So I'll, I'll, just, I'll just play the call real quick. What's up, boys? It's Bryson, retired stripper Joe Balls, LNT Live from the Atlanta, Georgia. Well, um, Probably a topic we've touched on in the past, but when are we going to finally make refs or referees, NBA, NFL, you know, whatever, have to get on that podium after the game and answer questions just like these NFL players do and these basketball players? I mean, some of these calls are so fucking terrible. I need them on the podium. I want to hear their thought process and their reasoning for some of these calls. And I'm not talking about one specific one. I just mean, like, the whole year, they've been terrible across all sports. And I want these motherfuckers on the podium answering questions after every game, just like these players do. You want to talk shit on the players? Why'd you throw that pass? Why'd you do that? Well, I need to know why you fucking called his knee down, then reviewed it, and blah, blah, blah. I need to know. They're not, they should be getting fined just like these fucking players, too. Let's hold refs accountable in 2020. So... You, you know, the idea is that the refs then they're never going to, gonna do, they're never going to, yeah, do they would never do that ever. They're never going to do it. What I think is super annoying about the state of refereeing at this point is also they make these rules adjustments that make it easier on the refs. And then, but the refs just hide behind them when they want to hide behind them and when they don't. Like, for example, you know, oh, under two minutes, it's up to the referees to do it. But early in the game, it's not. So Shanahan has to throw a flag, has to challenge that on the play. But if he, but since the playoffs started, we've seen these referees go, we did this expedited review thing. They did did that during the Bengals game. Yeah. So now we're doing expedited reviews. But if the Eagles 
yell, let's get to the ball, let's get to the ball, let's get to the ball. Now the refs are like, well, we don't do expedited reviews in this situation. Now it's on the coach. It's like you just need to have some sort of consistency to how these plays are called. You can't review fouls in the NBA, but you can review everything. But And they can review everything under two minutes, but they won't because, you know, it's like it's insane that there's all these like there's a system set up and the entire system is set up to protect the referees, not to make the game better call. But my whole stance on the ref situation across the board, again, we saw it in the Celtics Lakers game. We see it so heavily in the chiefs Bengals game. The problem is guys, we all just accept it. Like, I'm not I'm not saying I'm going out there to start a, a march on this, but I, I think until it affects their money, nothing's gonna change until yeah. there's boycotts, right? Until there's actual money lost by the NBA, by the oh, NFL. But just, I mean, remember that we had a perfect storm situation. We had a few years ago, Saints Rams. We had the single most egregious call of all time across sports. And then they changed the rule. And then after one season, they changed the rule back. So all they did is they were like, people are going to flip out if we don't do something about this. So they did it. And then once that shit had settled down, they're like, no, referees can't. They will literally never change their call. And this is causing us more problems. And that's that's why Bryson's question makes so much common sense, but will never happen, which is, what if these guys had to answer for themselves? And that is a hypothetical because the leagues will never, ever, ever make them answer for themselves. And you know what? The bottom line is like we're, we, t- we look at all this stuff that's going on in the world now with fucking cops that just straight up murder people and don't care. They never have to answer them. It's This is what it is. It's a system set up to protect the people in power and fuck everybody else. But but again, like until money is lost, right? Like that that's my thing. We can all bitch on social media. Everybody sees the angles, like you're saying. Everybody goes on and complains. I think these leagues say, okay, let's get through this. It's not even a 24-hour firestorm. It's like, let's get through this six to twelve hour shit show of everyone just destroying us, and then they'll forget. But people don't forget. But they don't give a shit. Exactly. I'm saying the NFL doesn't give a shit. The NFL's like, cool. No, they don't. Cool. And let NFL is rigged to be trending. We don't care. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, the the, the NFL looks at it, the NFL looks at it and goes, you know what NFL is rigged is trending means? The word NFL is trending. That's what it means. It's PR. Yeah. It's 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 uh it's it's free marketing. The do-over that the Chiefs got is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. If we're gonna talk about like in context of bad calls, I've just never seen anything like that where they run a full play, they're literally ready to punt, the Bengals are ready to receive, and they suddenly say somebody blew a whistle. Like, not a single ref was doing this. Not a single ref dude, not a single I, I missed the Like I called you last night because I missed part of it. I saw third and nine. Uh, I saw them not get it. I assumed they're going to punt. And that, you know, when I get back that they'll punt, 
it'll be returned or not. There'll be that TV timeout. I'll come back. So I knew I had like a two minute gap and I would come back and Cincinnati would have the ball. I was at my sister's house yesterday. So I was like, oh, I ran in. I said goodnight to my nephew. And then I came back after those two minutes and it was third and nine again. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? And, and, and here's the thing. We're now at the point where even the Tony Romo's and the whatever, they can mention it for a second, but then somebody goes, that's it. Don't talk about it anymore. Like once that shit is over, we move on. Because I came back two minutes later. It was never mentioned again. Yeah. No, it wasn't. They definitely fall in line. Like, and I thought that same thing when I was watching that game. Jim Nance, Tony Romo, they fall in line with the yeah, Shield. Of course, with the they NFL. Do. They're they're not going to cause. They're not going to be a Charles Barkley or someone who might just speak out and not care. But you know, with all that being said, as far as that game, the, the, look, the officiating was terrible. The refs didn't lose that game, Bengals fans. You, you got to accept that. Like. There was two opportunities at the end of that game for the Bengals to have a game-winning drive, and they didn't get it done. Burrow didn't get it done. I, 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 absolutely, I, and I said that to you last night, and that's absolutely true. the The only counter to that is, and I and I agree. I mean, the Bengals had two two great opportunities to win that game, but the Chiefs' opportunity to win that game at the end was greatly increased by them actually making a call. And then on the opposite side, there was, you know, there was a roughing on Burrow where he got thrown to the ground. How is that not called? The the uh, intentional grounding they called on Burrow is one of the dumbest things I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah, ever. I didn't get that. They, now, and, now, they and, got a first down after that. They got a first yeah, down on third and 16. Still, but, you, you know, yeah. sure. Sure, but your that third and sixteen is a whole different is way further down the field. If you have to convert, you know, after that, the the you know, I some dirt ball come at me. Oh, he's five to seven yards away from the ball. So let me let me get this straight. If you think you understand how rules work, so if a guy is on the sideline, you can throw the ball forty yards past him. Provided it's in his direction, you can just throw it into the stands. All it has to do, it can land literally 40 yards past the closest receiver. But if it lands five to seven yards short of a receiver that it's clearly in the direction of, that's intentional grounding. It's a horrible call. I agree. That was awful. And, and I said yesterday, I had no rooting interest. My rooting interest in that game is everybody, please stay healthy. Somebody beat the fucking Eagles. Yeah, look, I mean, there were a lot of bad calls. I, I'm not, again, I, I think I think Bengals fans are getting too focused on like the punt return. Guys, here's the thing. You can debate that 29-yard punt return all you want, blocking in the back. At the end of the day, that's not a good punt, and you got to do better coverage. Yeah, and also little like those the, the holds everybody's putting up are not holds, the whatever. Like there's blocking the backs are going to be missed, holds that you guys are claiming were holds that aren't are going to be missed. Even if they are holds, they're going to be missed. What you want, what you want to see from referees is an equal standard when it comes to, Oh, if you push Patrick Mahomes a yard out of bounds. And by the way, that was uh, the dumbest late hit I've ever seen. And I think that the, the people saying everybody makes a mistake. Fuck you. Oh, it's so great to see his team have his back. He played a great game. He's a young kid. Dude, 
fuck you. That was the dumbest fucking play I've ever seen. It you have no sympathy for him, huh? No, no sympathy. I don't. You that that's not championship football. The end. You lost because you a guy was clearly out of bounds. You shoved him. Yeah, but that's not the only reason the Bengals lost. Like that. That's obviously no. Like, but it gave him a fucking way closer kick. Sure. No, for sure. But you, you, you know, there. Like I said, there's many factors. At the end of the day. They couldn't score when they had the ball twice. But the yeah, but the 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 response of if you're not going to call this, call this. If you're not going to call this, call this. Like yeah, I understand that. Like then also Burrows, you know, roughing the passer, and and we you can go across the whole fucking league. I mean, let me ask you something: the hit on Josh Johnson that took him out of the game. He's he's pull, he's pulled down and his head hits the ground. Are you telling me if that happened to Joe Burrow or Patrick Holmes or Tom Brady or Jalen Hurts or Dak Prescott or whoever? They get the call. Called? It's absolutely called. Yeah, 100%. You know, there's superstar treatment for sure. And, no, that's, and, and that's something that, you know, that's the other thing that when you go across sports is so annoying to have a conversation about. Oh, you'd never see Michael Jordan do that the way – LeBron James reacted. Yeah, Michael Jordan got every call ever. Every yeah. call ever. There's a thousand pictures of Michael Jordan spitting, screaming in the face of referees. There's videos of Michael going, hey, Michael, did you think that was a foul? Well, hold my whistle and you blow it and then just give it back to me after the play. Mike, I'm not trying to upset you. Have my whistle, man. Honestly, nothing would make me happier than having your spit on my whistle. And then people go, LeBron James is a bitch. Yeah, because LeBron James, in most people who know basketball's opinion, shits on Michael Jordan's career at this point, and he can't get those calls. And it's like, why are we having a conversation about who deserves what calls? Yeah, Josh Johnson is a fucking human being playing in an NFL game. So is Joe Burrow. So is Patrick Mahomes. This star treatment shit is horseshit. There's penalties and there's not penalties. Just call the fucking game. Yeah, you can't if and 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 listen. I brought up cops before, and this is exactly the same fucking thing. I always say if you're too scared to be a cop, if your instinct is I'm a pussy. The second I'm scared, I'm going to shoot somebody. Don't be a cop. It, this, it ain't the job for you. It's the job for somebody who's not going to shoot somebody when they feel danger. If you're a referee and home crowds scare you or star players affect your call, don't be a fucking referee. Well, I don't, dude, I don't know if I necessarily agree with the home crowds. I do think – I'm not saying the NFL is rigged. We had this discussion last week. I, I think – I know you don't agree with this. I do think the NFL, I think there are certain storylines they like. I, I think, well, for one, I'm not saying they're, I, I want to say, I'm not saying they're given objectives before the game. The rest. Dude, if you look at just social media in general right now, you can say, you can argue otherwise. Joe Burrow is universally, and the Bengals, universally right, beloved I get it. more than the Chiefs. Way more. Infinitely more. If you look out there at the culture, uh, women talking about Joe Burrow, fucking uh, Joe Burrow. He is he's a, like the idea that they rigged a game for the Chiefs over the Bengals is stupid. I'm not saying that. I'm, no, I'm not saying they rigged it. I think I'm just thinking long term. 
I think for that rivalry, obviously the Bengals Chiefs rivalry is really intense right now. It's only going to get better now. Right? Agreed. For the future, if the Bengals win that, they've won now four in a row against them. It's not a rivalry. The Bengals own you. Like we have a legit rivalry. We all saw what happened after the game, and we'll get to that in a minute here. But I just think that I don't know. I I do think deep down the the NFL wanted to maybe see a Kelsey brothers in the in the Super Bowl. Who knows? Maybe I'm completely off base here. Yeah, I mean, I just think if you if you look at what I mean, look go across sports this weekend. The Lakers, the Celtics. The Chiefs and the Eagles got a bunch of calls. You think that's a coincidence? Well, look, I, I I don't know, and I don't have a good answer for that. I just look at the end of the day. Like again, in that game, to, to bring it back to the game, Patrick Mahomes made plays. Like lost in all this is. An amazing performance. And I'm going to say all-time performance of a guy who was clearly banged up. He gets the final first down with his legs. The fir- first time he actually ran all game. He yeah. had some amazing throws. He throws for over 300 yards. No interceptions. You asked me last week, Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes. I didn't hesitate. I said Patrick Mahomes. And yesterday's why. It's but, clearly why. Uh, yeah. And also the, the why to me is exactly what I said when we went into previewing the NFL season. Again, I keep going back to this. It's like, who's going to be the NFL MVP? I go, Patrick Holmes. And I'm going to answer that every year until something changes. Because the bottom line is, good, good job, Joe Burrow. We've now got two AFC championship games in two years. But Patrick Holmes has made the AFC championship game every year he has started in the NFL. So until you dethrone him like consistently. Yeah. It's him. And 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 look who he was playing with yesterday. All those guys got hurt. I mean, that game was a hundred percent on his back. And his D played good, don't get me wrong. And obviously Chris Jones had a hell of a game and Burrow was on his back all game, getting hit all game, but he had no one to throw the ball to. And that doesn't take anything away from Burrow. Obviously, it wasn't Burrow's best game. Burrow's a great quarterback. I have him right there behind Mahomes. Look, I, I think the future is bright, but again, we all know nothing, not there, nothing is given in this league. Nothing is and also, and also, you know, to to put Joe Burrow's game in in uh, to to look at it through honest eyes. Again, I have no rooting interest in this game whatsoever, other than I was rooting for these teams to stay healthy, and I would root. I would become a super fan of whatever team fucking goes on to play the Eagles in the Super Bowl. But Joe Burrow, lot of a uh, lot of you know throwing the ball into coverage to great wide receivers. Took a lot of chances to Higgins. Took a lot of chances to Chase, and it, and got burned on a couple of them. Yeah, and you know Patrick Mahomes didn't even have that the opportunity. Doesn't even have the guys to make those kind of throws to, and gets it done. No, for sure. And in my opinion, I know the line was depleted. I think, look, it's just one game. I think he reverted a little back to last year, Burrow. We held on to the ball too much on some of those sacks. If we're going to nitpick, I, 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 and I think he did. You know, look, at the end of the day, 
than other Bengals Chiefs game decided by a field goal. Four times in a row. Like when those two play, four times in a row, each game's been decided by a field goal. And I mean, and the other thing, if if we're gonna give, you know, if we're gonna give the props to Patrick Holmes, the bottom line is, and it is his fault as much as it's, you know, the opposite on Burroughs end. It, you know, it's it's Patrick Mahomes' contract, and we've talked about this a lot. It's Patrick Mahomes' contract, which is why he goes into those games with not the best roster of the two teams. Yeah, right. But at the same time, he also he also gets it done for sure. Now there is some blame to be put on the mayor of Cincinnati uh, and Eli Apple. And Hilton, Burrowhead, who apparently, who apparently coined Burrowhead. I, I just want to say this. I want to say this before we get to the mayor. And this is going to be a tough pill for some Bengals fans to swallow and, and their players. Guys, if you beat somebody once, and none of this was discussed last episode because it really wasn't a thing, Joe. It's like it, t- it took off towards the weekend. The thought of nicknaming it Burrowhead when he's won one game there, the cockiness. Guys, that shit matters. If you could see. Well, it's clear it matters. It was referenced 40 times after the game. 40 times. Which, by the way, I think also, I think the Bengals, I said it all weekend. I, I Like, after we did our show, I was talking a lot about it with family, with friends. I was like, dude, they're just too cocky. I just don't like their chances. And then, and then the, the dumb dick mayor releases that video on Friday, which we're going to play here in a minute. But conversely, I also think the Chiefs are too hung up on it. I'm just going to say, like, dude, you yeah, won. But, that, won. But, but that's... I don't know. That, like, That's bulletin board material. That's just what every one of these teams does. Even after and, they and, win? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude. And, and I'll just say it right now because I've I've already heard rumors. I've already heard this. I don't know if you've heard this yet, but, and if somebody could tag, you know, let's, I think we should clip this out. We should tag Travis Kelsey. We should tag Patrick Mahomes should probably tag Andy Reed, but um, they're already, the Eagles are already referring to the Phoenix Scottsdale area as Hertzdale. I just, that's just what I heard. They're saying we own that, that part of town. We don't care that it's in the Western part of the United States. There's going to be more Eagles fans there. We have a better fan base. They're gonna they're gonna travel better. They're calling it Phoenix Hertzdale. To me, ballsy after what just happened. But that's what they're saying. I've heard it. I, I've been. I've got it on a good source that they're that they've actually changed all their itineraries for the Super Bowl to say, and we're gonna we'll we'll land at the Phoenix Hertzdale Airport. It's, you know, the game's being played in Glendale. That's the other Hertzdale. Um, yeah, so that's that's just what I'm hearing. Interesting. Yeah. So on Friday, I'm just minding my own business, sitting in this very room, and I get a message about what the mayor did. And I was like five seconds in, and I instantly thought, oh, no. There's no way the Bengals are going to win. There's, there's just, there's no way. And obviously it just takes off. Right. And it is probably one. I'm going to play it here. The douchiest 
cringiest types of it. Like, I, Joe, I don't even know how to wrap my head or like t- the, the, this is what I think. Take me through your thought process. The person who wrote it, the person who thought it was a good idea. Now, now this guy's a new mayor and he was actually at the tailgate that we were at. I've seen him there twice. Clearly never watched a football game in his life or ever improvise something. He's reading off this script. Is it too, is it too, I mean, he's a lame duck mayor at this point. Is it too soon to call him the former mayor? I mean, how do you get reelected after this? It's a you're great question. Not. You're just not. Like this is, this is a career ending fucking viral video attempt. You think it's that bad? Yeah. What 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 do the people of Cincinnati care about more right now than the Bengals? I mean, you're right. Like I, honestly, I've, I've never seen so many people unite in their hatred. It, it was the one thing that brought the Chiefs and Bengals fans together for a brief moment on Friday was their hatred for off tab, aft tab. I don't know how it's pronounced. It's now known as ass tab. That's Not going to work here anymore. That's for sure. <laughs> So let's get through his video that he, again, decided and someone on his team decided, hey, let's put this out on Twitter. Good afternoon, Cincinnati. I have a proclamation from the desk of the mayor. Be it proclaimed, whereas the Cincinnati Bengals are headed to Burrowhead Stadium for their second consecutive AFC championship game. Whereas at last year's game, the Bengals scored more points than the Chiefs, resulting in a Bengals victory and a Chiefs loss. Whereas Joseph Lee Burrow, who's 3-0 against Mahomes, has been asked by officials to take a paternity test to confirming whether or not he's his father. So, whoa, 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 whoa. So the mayor is literally saying he, he, he took a meme and put it in real life at his mayor's office down at City Hall. He's saying that Joe Burrow is Patrick Mahomes' dad. And someone's like, yeah, this is a good idea. Have you seen, you ever watch Mr. Mayor? It's a show on NBC with like Ted Danson. I never saw it. I know what you're it's talking about. It's basically fucking this. It's basically this. It's like some guy in the office was like, huh? <laughs> and so here's something that's happening like on the internet these days. Like when somebody owns somebody, they call him their daddy. So I was thinking we'll do this thing where you ask for Joe Burrow to take a paternity test to see if he's his daddy. And he's like, well, sounds like a great idea. We'll, we'll go viral the TikTok. <laughs> Dude, it's just amazing. It, it's just amazing. Like, so we're about halfway done. And probably most Cincinnati is like and myself. As is his career. His, yeah. his, his mayoral run is also about halfway done. And he is such a punchable face. And you know what's great? You know what's great? It, 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 because it's a former mayor of Cincinnati reference. I feel like Patrick Mahomes should fucking reply with a video that's Jerry Springer being like, you are Maury. You are not the father. <laughs> that would be good. That actually would be great. Whereas all season long, Cincinnati has been on a path of destiny, fighting it out to overcome anyone who stands between them and a Super Bowl win. And whereas Kansas City is named after its neighboring state, which is, you know. So, so let's go after that show. Like, this is your, this is your dig. Who, dude, look, here's the deal. I could use a few extra bucks. Do you need a comedic writer? Reach yeah. out to me. Yeah. That's the dig. And like, come on, guys. We're basically in Kentucky. 
like I fought it growing up, but I've at least learned to accept this now that I've come back to synthetic. We're basically in Kentucky. Our airport is in Kentucky, bro. You're taking digs at them as a state. Our fucking airport's Which, not and, even in and, Cincinnati. And here's, and here's the funny thing about it is Kansas City is called Kansas City, but it's actually in Missouri, which I would argue is the, the clear better of the two states. And then Cincinnati borders Kentucky. I would also argue Kentucky the clear winner of the state rivalry. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know if I agree with those. Let Kentucky has, again, Kentucky's got stuff. It's about horse racing and bourbon. And, you know, Ohio's about this mayor. This is this is what you guys are now. You're like this guy. Your river and your mayors catch fire. You know, just kind of weird. Now, therefore, I, Aftab Pureval, mayor of the city of Cincinnati, Former hereby mayor. proclaim January 29th, 2023, as they got to play us day. In Cincinnati. Thank you. I mean, look at that face what right now. What a dumb shit. If you ever wanted to punch a face more, like again, this is like universally. This is Bengals fans, Chiefs fans, and football then fans. They were like cut, and they were, and then he goes, How is that? And Eli Apple was like, That was the shit, dude. <laughs> Just how I wrote it. What's the over under on Eli Apple's next tweet? Week one next year or before that? Bro, it's unbelievable. Here's the crazy thing, Joe. Not only did he do this video, universally hated. Didn't I'll give him credit for not taking it down because he's just like, fuck it, it's out there. Does some lame apology. He went to Kansas City. He was there yesterday. He went to the game. He was at the tailgates. I like I'm surprised you made out alive, man. I mean, it's almost like a movie where the mayor riles up again a football fan base. The last thing you want to do of his own hometown, and they're like, "Okay, now go to the tailgates, go to Kansas City." It's like a purge. If you can make it out alive, you can continue to be the mayor. If not, you're dead. Most embarrassing thing ever, bro. You were literally called out on national TV by the opposing team's title. You were tight called end. a jabroni. Is amazing. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine being a young mayor of a fucking city, and then you're watching something? No one knows who the fuck. You, I mean, you're not the mayor of New York yeah, City. No one knows. You're the mayor of fucking Cincinnati. Literally, Andy Ruther lives in Cincinnati. He doesn't know how to pronounce your fucking name. And then on national TV, seen by it, it was uh, without a people. doubt, without a doubt, the biggest television production of the entire week probably of the entire month probably of the last six months for sure somebody goes this guy's a fucking jabroni (laughs) oh my god let's let's play i got the full travis kelsey roasting from when he grabbed the mic and talked shit when mahomes was getting interviewed to calling jabroni I have that here as well. It's so, so funny. Coming back and finally finishing this one off to head to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, first of all, I just want to thank God, man. <laughs> By the way, I love it. So, so Mahomes is going with the God route, which, you know, yeah. how both of us feel about that. I think yeah. that's so lame. He's going the God route. Kermit's about to fucking start his interview, and in comes in fucking frat boy Kelsey. The animal. 
That's right. <laughs> Grabbing the drumsticks. <laughs> Dude, he sounds like he's had a bunch of booze. He's you know, he's like a frack on spring break. Just just feeling good. And then I love Mahomes tries Mahomes goes right back to God. Like if you watch the full interview, Mahomes goes right back to God, which is a funny segue between each. I loved it. And then this happened. This was even better, like you were alluding to. Just calls out the mayor. I appreciate you. How about this beautiful trophy? Huh? Hey, I got some wise words for that Cincinnati mayor. Know your role and shut your mouth, you jabroni. <laughs> you gotta fight for your right to party. And then there's a little Beastie Boys call out. I knew he was gonna be a. F- I mean, just how many beers do you think Travis Kelsey had last night? Oh, so did, have I told the story about Travis Kelsey at the uh, at the the Tahoe tournament? <laughs> Did I tell you the, uh, I think maybe I got it after the fact. I think it was upon my next visit up there. So there's a, there's a bar um, and they serve great burgers and great steaks uh, in Tahoe on the Nevada side uh, called Lucky Beaver. And Lucky Beaver is open 24 seven. And you can go in there at three in the morning and get a delicious burger. They do like, they do Pat Lafrida's like dry age burgers and the whole thing. Right. So the last time I was in there, um, I got we were like we had something to do. We got up or hung over. We go in and it was like pretty early in the morning. And my I have a friend who works there. And he he said that um, during the tournament, Travis Kelsey would come in and party there the whole night. And then, you know, he would have like a 9 a.m. tea time. He'd leave there at like 7 a.m. And on his way out the door, he made them give him like two gallons of pineapple juice. And he would just like walk out with just like a, a bucket of pineapple juice. And apparently this was like his go-to move. Like literally drink until 30 minutes before his tea time. Leave with a trough of pineapple juice. Pound it on his way to have like a shower. And then go like right to the tea. And I'm just wow. like, this dude is insane. And I was there hungover that morning. I was like, also give me a pineapple juice. Because barely gives you superpowers. <laughs> unbelievable oh yeah that dude he really is the animal and the best part i know most people should know this but if you don't kelsey is from ohio went to the university of cincinnati for college so it's like the through line is that him going after the mayor of where he played college ball he he went there as a quarterback i believe when Brian Kelly was coaching and they moved into a tight end, obviously that worked out much better, but just a hilarious through line. And like you said, the amount of shit talking, the lighting, the cigars, then the locker room, the Instagram live, the Pat Mahomes, his dad, all these things with Burrowhead. Like you guys brought it on yourselves. I'm sorry. I've never seen a team get so cocky so quick. You didn't win the Super Bowl last year, Bengals. 
You didn't win, man. You guys got cocky so quick and it blew up in your fucking face. Now, and that shit and now, now suddenly it's you guys again. You guys, yeah, is Bandy Andy off the bandy? No, no, the Bengals are Bengals as long as they have number nine. They'll be good. Yeah, but I, I here's the thing about me, Joe. You you joke about the bandy Andy. I feel like I have a good vision on all these teams. People are like, what the fuck, Ruther? Because if I don't have a diehard allegiance, it's like the Bengals were right there. That was anybody's game. And I think if the Bengals win, I think they win the Super Bowl. I do. Conversely, I think the Chiefs lose the Super Bowl. Because I just think the Bengals were a more complete team. I think... They're going to have an uphill battle. I think it should be a good game because it's Patrick Mahomes, right? You have Patrick Mahomes, and with him on the field, just the same way I feel about Burrow, when you have a guy like that on the field, you can win any game. But I don't know. I could be wrong. I, I Philly, I would argue, no offense to you, Giants, might have had the easiest path to the Super Bowl I've ever seen. Yeah. And there that is no offense to my Giants because – First of all, they were a division team. They had, they're coming off a bye. Um, you, you know, even as a Giants fan, I said we could win that game, but I don't think we will. Um, yeah, and then you know, you the see the the thing about the Eagles yesterday is like you got to give the Eagles credit. They knocked out the two quarterbacks. They did. So you give them credit for that. But also, dude, I watched that game. Brock Purdy doesn't get hurt. Now they they hurt him. So you got to give them credit for that. Like. It's not like he just slipped and they got lucky. Like they knocked him out of the game. But if they don't like this idea that like they were going to dominate that game, whatever, like you watch the, the, that, that game's a seven, seven game, like late in the first half before Josh Johnson fumbles a ball on his own side of the field on a random snap that the idea that this was, Oh, they, they kicked their ass. They kicked their ass when, when, San Francisco gives up that first touchdown. They shut them down defensively for the better part of the rest of the first half. And you know what the thing is? Is like when your offense can't stay on the field at all, of course, suddenly, eventually, they're going to start being able to run the ball against you and run the ball. And and they and and props to them for staying on it and running the ball because when you're not getting first downs, your defense is going to get fucking tired. But they had them shut down. That's a totally different game. Even forget, forget like what the score is. Even just them being able to sustain drives changes that game entirely. And I'll say it again. I'll say it again, dude. Like they were able to do it because the other team couldn't sustain drives whatsoever. But the Eagles have a great running offense. But when they have these third downs, like they're not they, like they don't do anything that's interesting. Like, Throwing fly patterns down the sideline on every third and over three yards, it didn't work yesterday. It the first one was incomplete. They kept getting them knocked down for an entire half. They they were trying to run the ball, not running, and then they just they're not creative on these third downs. And I'll say like the Chiefs, the I agree with you. I think the Bengals have a more complete team, and I think that the Chiefs defense is fine, but you know, my fear is obviously that they're going to be able to run the ball again. But at the same time, like if we get into if if 
this Eagles team is in a shootout situation, which I think every game with a Chiefs team can be. I don't like them in a shootout against straight up anybody. They haven't had to do it yet. I mean, the, here's the other thing about the Eagles. If you look at their schedule, forget their easy path to the Super Bowl. Look at their easy path to f- 15 wins or whatever it was. Off the top of your head, what's the best team they beat in the regular season? Our boys? I, I guess. That's the best. I'll, I'll, I'll top my head. I would say Cowboys. You know, if we if we pull up who they beat. Vikings were paper tigers. Not gonna include them. Cowboys, Jags. Your Giants. Yeah, they had a cakewalk of a schedule. It's, so, unfor- it's unfortunate because, like, that was I, I was excited for that game regardless of who yeah, ends up winning, and it, and it goes down like that. Now, you again, uh, as a team who's got, you know, as a fan of a team who's got multiple Super Bowls because we were able to get to the quarterback and knock fucking guys out and do all that. Like, you have to give them credit for doing that. They knocked they knocked Brock Purdy out of the game, but it's a totally different situation with Patrick Mahomes. No, I agree. For sure. And and not only that, but uh, I saw a great uh, statistic, a great video on it, um, which which made me excited for the Niners' chances yesterday. The Eagles have the number one defense against the pass when there's no pre-snap motion. When there's pre-snap motion, 22 against the pass. And I was like, oh, the Niners are going to be doing that all day. Of course, the Niners can't do that all day when suddenly you have your four stringer in there and you go to a much more basic offense. The Chiefs, meanwhile, especially with Andy Reid getting a two-week lead up to the Super Bowl, I think we'll have a, a far more elaborate game plan. Now, listen, if Jalen Hurts gets hurt, the game will be different. If Patrick Mahomes gets hurt, the game will be totally different. That was the other thing for Eagles fans. It was like, there was a lot of excitement coming out of the Eagles fans beating up on Josh Johnson when they when when the Eagles down to their second quarterback looked awful. Let alone their fourth. They could they could barely scratch by winning games with a guy who had started multiple games in the NFL in the last couple of years. So, I just think it's going to be a lot of people are set, are already on the Eagles and I'll say this, it's like if they get to Mahomes. Sure, that's the name of the game, though. Otherwise, I, dude, if the, if the if the over under on this game is over, give me the Chiefs. Do you have any Chiefs fatigue? I, no. I know I do. I'm just going to be honest. No, I don't. Especially I, not, and especially not in this current situation. I just mean in general. You know, this is what. They're, this they're, is what this is a a, a a quarter of what we dealt with with the Patriots. Yeah, but it didn't it didn't bother me. Why? Because their quarterback was more annoying. Their fan base was more annoying. I don't have a reason why. I I, I love Belichick. Maybe that was it. I don't know. And, and I'm not justifying. I just I know personally. I'm like oh. Chiefs again. But what? Th- this is their third Super Bowl? Yep. 
So it's not even that bad. But early on, I'm saying Eagles. I mean, that could change. You, I mean, and I, two weeks is nice for getting guys healthy, but you got to get you got to get Mahomes something. I mean, he'll make he'll make nobody's into somebody's for sure. Which, by the way, I've noticed that there's a lot of weird anti-Burrow stuff out there, which I, I, I can't figure out right now. I don't understand. Coming from who? Like social media. Like, and, and, and even like, I've seen some dirt balls. It's like, I don't know what people want him to do or want him to show. It, he didn't play his best game yesterday and no one's denying that. But like the idea that like, he's not that guy is the most ludicrous thing ever. And as someone who grew up here and as someone who lives here now, the the thing Burrow did, this is the difference right now. I always talk about fan bases. The expectation now for Cincinnati Bengals fans is Super Bowl. That's the expectations for the team, for the city, for the fans. That was never here. You talk to any Bengals fan, they are so frustrated, hurt, whatever you want to call it today. Dude, if this was just three years ago, they'd be like, we made it to the AFC Championship game. Best season ever. My point is, Burrow changed that whole mentality. Now, does he have a roster around him? Yeah. They're not going to keep those guys. We discussed this at length last episode. They might lose their defensive coordinator, who I think is a great coach. They might lose their offensive coordinator. I'm just saying, everything changed the minute he was drafted. The expectation now is make it to a Super Bowl, win a Super Bowl. That was never here in the city of Cincinnati, ever. He is 100% that guy yeah I, I don't even see that to be totally honest with you i don't see that out there i mean you can say i guess if we're comparing him to patrick mahomes but like what what are we saying there's only one that guy but like obviously he's no doubt about it a franchise quarterback in the nfl and he's going to be a guy who gets paid and he's going to be a guy who deserves to get paid and he's going to be a guy who's going to be right there for a really long time now does that mean he's better than patrick Mahomes? no no does that mean, you know, like we've seen a lot of those, we've seen a lot of this Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, all these things over the years and blah, 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 blah. Um, and did he throw two picks yesterday? And did he, you One know, was basically a punt. I'm just going to say like anybody that won. Yeah. Through to the 14 yard, you know what I'm saying? Like it was a long third down. I, like, it's, the, it's the Eli Manning special. I was, a, I was very much in favor of it when it happened. I figured, I thought of you, I was like, okay. People were like, oh, two interceptions. I'm like, wait, so third and long? And yeah, also then the one he threw at that fucking end of the game was a nightmare. But, you know. No, that's the one I'm, t- I'm talking about. Well, he threw he threw another one. He threw that The one he threw, that was the a, long that was a, one, that was the second one? Yeah. Oh, okay. That was where Joe, it was like third and long, and it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. If they don't get it, they're going to punt, and it's like, yeah. okay, so they get the no, ball. I was the, totally fine with that one. Yeah. Like, th- there are different degrees of interceptions. Of course there are. I have to ask you as a New Yorker, what yeah. the hell is going on with the Empire State Building? It's just, dude, the Empire State Building is just a, is, is just a the Wendy's Twitter feed or whatever. They don't give a fuck about anything but 
clout chasing fucking for for to cause mayhem on Twitter. That's it. That's all they're doing. It's literally a building that's a troll. Oh, is that all that is? Yeah. It's just a troll building. Because they they lit up uh here, I'll show it right here. I wish they'd been lit up by a fucking airplane. They lit up the Empire State Building in Eagles colors saying uh fly Eagles fly. Yeah. In New York. Yeah. There it's 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 the Wendy's account or whatever. You know what I mean? It's just out it's it's Radio Shack. Like no one gives a fuck. But then they're like, like well, are they trying can- to are they trying to be funny doing that? No, they're just trying to cause this to happen. Us to talk about it and it to go yeah. viral. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah. It's the same. It's probably the guy who runs the Empire State Building Twitter is probably the cousin of the fucking dipshit who wrote the speech for the mayor. (laughs) So it sounds like early on, you're not sure who you want to pick. Oh, I know who I want to pick. No, like who you're leaning towards, who you think wins. I think the Chiefs win. You do think the Chiefs win. Well, in, in I other, think a, I think it's an Andy Reid revenge game since the other franchise killed his son. Damn, shots fired! How did his son die again? They were he was found in the training camp, fucking dorm room or some shit like that. For real? Yeah. Was it was it a drug overdose? Yeah, I think so. Man, I forgot about that. Well, in in non Super Bowl or and 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 I and I also want to say because I've see, I saw it going into this weekend and I will and I and it's going to happen again. Like I'm certain Broncos fans are rooting for the Eagles, and I'm certain Raiders fans are. Rooting for the, you guys are wrong. You're wrong. You're straight up wrong. I'll tell you one thing: if the Seahawks were in the Super Bowl, okay, Niners fans would be rooting for the other team, right? Not the Niners fans that were in Philly yesterday. It's a fucking cesspool of human garbage, guys. It's the worst fan base in the fucking world. I don't care who your rivals are. I'm telling you. If you have a soul, you're rooting for the Kansas City. I'd rather eat Jackson Mahomes' ass than fucking root for the Eagles. Clip that one. That's a good one to clip. Because the Eagles and their fan base are despicable i don't care if you're a broncos fan i don't care if you're a chargers fan i don't care if you're a fucking Bengals fan i don't care if you're a fucking raiders fan i don't care if you're a patriot fan. i don't give a shit what your allegiance is and why you suddenly fucking hate kansas city i don't care if you're a brady guy and you don't want fucking Mahomes. this is rooting for the nazis i knew you're gonna do that i knew it now would you eat his ass i would like, eat jackson like- mahomes ass for an hour after a TikTok, like is it sweaty after he TikTok dances? I would eat Jackson Mahomes' ass after he fucking after him and Travis Kelsey have a fucking you know Cincinnati chili party to 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 fucking sun the mayor. They're like, we're gonna eat all the fucking conies we can eat today. I'll eat a fucking coney out of his ass rather than root for the most. And I I always say this every time this happens. I feel bad. You know, 
I feel bad. There's these guys don't these guys don't want to fucking play in Philly. You know, they didn't want to get drafted by the fucking battery throwing garbage people. So it's not really the team. It's not really the 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 players. You know, I'm sorry that they're a part of it, but like their fan base is fucking trash. Is there any team you hate more than the Philadelphia Eagles across sports? No. It doesn't come close. No, and the only and you know what the 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 only thing even kind of close to it is the Philadelphia Phillies, and that's because it's the same basic fan base, but they just don't get themselves as riled up, and they don't go whatever. It is such pieces of shit. I'm sorry. Like this isn't this isn't like an art. Like that Santa Claus was drunk, and we weren't cheering Michael Irvin's neck injury. We were cheering that he wasn't going to play the rest of the game. It's like it's always some bullshit excuse. It wasn't. He wasn't eating horse shit. He was checking the horse shit for fucking make sure it wasn't poison. So if a different horse ate the horse shit, that horse would be okay. They're the worst humans on earth and their group think is despicable they're just the fucking worst do you, do you have a bet going on for this game i don't oh with uh brian mcwilliams with brian mcwilliams yeah Eagles fan. another piece of human garbage so they're f- out there drinking their yingling eating their fuck like literally like going like look at us i got this sandwich from a gas station can you imagine just like proudly getting up in the morning and be like, we got to stop at the gas station on the way to the football game so we can get lunch. <laughs> uh, a few years since we've had a nice little Eagles rant from Prano. Like, when you're watching this game, are you going to be genuinely like, like, what what goes through you when they win? Which game? The if, if, the, game or? if if the Eagles win the Super Bowl, uh, the the first thought was, I already knew there was no God, but this is proof of it. Like, for for well, no, their, let me ask you this: What would bother you more, like the, the Giants their, losing in the playoffs or the Eagles winning the Super Bowl? The Eagles winning the Super Bowl. No doubt about it. We have four Super Bowls. We're we're you know we're a successful franchise. I would I would much the the amount of the amount of anger I get to know that violent wife beating, gas station food eating, horseshit eating, pole climbing, racist throwing food at people, spitting on kids, th- that those people feel joy in the world. It's it's there's there's nothing that compares to how angry it makes me when I know that the worst people alive feel are feeling joy. So I guess when you go to a stadium and you spit on a child and then you're rewarded for it, I'm like, what what the fuck are we talking about here? Do you like it's always sunny or is the name Philadelphia too much for you? No, I do like it's always sunny. But you know what? what about the Here, movies? Here's what's funny. Here's what's funny about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. The, you know, Charlie Day, like the one dude is a clear out and out Eagles fan. The rest of them are just from Philly. You know what I mean? But Rob McElhaney, 
seems like a great guy, right? But I can tell you he's not. I can tell you at some point in his fucking teenage years or his early 20s, he threw a fucking heavy projectile at a woman. Like, I can tell you it happened because they all do it. Really? They're they're guard. I'm telling you, Andy, you don't understand. I don't. I have. I always say, growing up, it was always when you go to Giants games. It was always the the guys would sell fuck Dallas T-shirts and fuck the Cowboys. All it was always Cowboys, 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 Cowboys. First fucking time I ever went to a game in Philly, I go, "What are we doing here? Who gives a shit about the Cowboys? The Cowboy? Why do we hate them? Because they're successful. We hate the Cowboys because they're successful. There's these. There are guys who are punching women." in the stands over a football game and then going home and punching their wives that they lose. Look forward to it. We got two weeks of this, man. Two weeks to preview this. And it's just like, it's, uh, you know, I'm going to do it not, once again. I'm gonna, it's just like cops. It's just like cops. Oh, they're not all bad. You show up to that. You make excuses. That Santa was drunk. Oh, Michael Irvin, you're you're it, yeah you yeah but, yeah. But hold on, hold on for Eagles fans. Hold on for Eagles fans. There's no like, I like like Brian McWilliams. Like you guys, you guys have legit have issues, or are you just fucking around? No, uh, uh, Andy, I'm telling you, nice guy. Always liked him. Great. Always has me on the show. At his soul, I know he's trash. I know he's thrown. <laughs> I know he's. I know he's spit on a child. I know oh he's thrown God. a full beer. I know he's tried to figure out how to get batteries into the game. They all do it. It's groupthink. It's, you know, like, oh, Jerry Jones was just there with a bunch of other white kids stopping people from it. No. If you, if you participate in it, if you're an innocent bystander, then you're not innocent. Right? This is too much. I love it. It'll be fun. Where the hell is my, my charger? Sorry. Looking for a charger. Making all this noise. Uh, did you see your boy? And I thought of you in a minute I saw it. Did you see, in, in unrelated news to the Super Bowl, did you see your boy, Kellen Moore, is leaving the Cowboys? And going to the, the fucking poor Justin Herbert. Dude, I mean, can we talk? And going to the Chargers. No, like, honestly... No one's like it's the greatest con job of all time. Like Kellen Moore, he he's he's the he's the new fucking uh, Matt Nagy. Where people are like he's an offensive genius. His his offense is always stink. His quarterback can't stop throwing picks. Yeah, I, I just don't get it. If if Jerry Jones, who has had some awful hires, if Jerry Jones is like, you gotta leave. Also, should- also, I've said I said this, you know, I met those guys, the Cowboys can fan podcast at the Cowboys game I went to this year down in Dallas. And they they posted it and I I I replied with a comment on their Instagram. I said, Mike McCarthy's cost more people their job than the Great Depression. This guy, I mean, he's unbelievable. I mean, Kellen Moore, like, 
he shouldn't get another job. He certainly shouldn't get a job with one of the up and coming elite quarterbacks in the NFL because of chance to ruin this guy. But goddamn, Mike McCarthy. Yeah. No, I know, man. I was shocked when I saw he got rehired like that. For of, but for all the teams, I know of all the teams, it just shows what's going on with the Chargers. Like that organization is just a mess. You're you're basically the Chargers are West Coast Bengals. It's it's like. The Bengals, obviously, it's changed. Like I just said, it's changed. But, like, that's kind of how I view it. Like, you have some good seasons. But you got it. Ch- like, the, the, the people just don't realize the window on these quarterbacks at these contracts or, you know, on the rookie deals. You, th- you think Kellen Moore is going to be the fix? Like, that's not the answer, man. And Brandon Staley's not the answer. And you know what? It, you know, but here's here's everything I know about Kellen Moore. The first three Chargers games next year are going to be against you know the Texans, the Colts, and the fucking you know God knows who else. You know the fucking the the Falcons. And Justin Herbert's going to throw for 450 yards in every game. And they're going to be like, Kellen Moore! And then they're going to fucking score six points in a game at Arrowhead in week four. And people are going to be like, what happened? Remember remember a couple of years ago when Dak threw for like 500 yards against the Dolphins? And they were like, the fucking Cowboys are the best offense in football! Now, Cal- now fucking Dak Prescott gives out picks like he's Oprah giving out fucking cars. Yeah, well he led the league in interception percentage as far as per throws like easily. So I do have some time constraints as you knew. Yep. And I think we've delved into it pretty hard. I do want to get one more call out the way. 310-359-8365. You like how I'm doing the calls now? Yeah, although I love it takes over the whole screen, just like the fucking we get moved to the side and some of the dial tone gets put on the whole fucking screen. You know, I can't figure it out yet <laughs> because if I share the screen, it'll show numbers. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I can't do a screen share like I just did with the Empire State Building picture. I can't share the screen without doing that. I'll figure it out. So somebody, so Mata, I don't know if that's going to be you, man, Wh- whoever wants to take over. So we, we had a I think some so put, put, yeah, for for the uh, for the folks who are vying for the new dirty sports intern. What st- uh, number one in your to do? What is wrong with my camera? Number two, how do we not have the fucking this phone call take over the entire show? Yeah, and I'm sure it's easy. The truth is, I haven't fully looked into it. I bet it's just my dumb ass being like an okay boomer move. So we had the dirty sports drinking game. There were some add-ons from our hockey correspondent, Ryan Klatt from Canada. He, he wanted to add some some additional <laughs> ones. It's Ryan Klatt calling in once again from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. So, loved the uh, dirty sports drinking game from last episode. A lot of good ones in there. Just thought I'd add a couple more that uh, came to mind when I was listening. So, for Andy, drink 
every time Andy picks the underdog in the NFL picks, and he says, I'm taking them to win and cover, which is just totally redundant to say. Obviously, they're going to cover if they're winning the game. Uh, for Joe, drink. Every time Joe mentions that Christmas is the unofficial start of the NBA season, Joe's probably said this about 88,000 times in the show's run. So, uh, yeah, I'd love to hear some more from other dirtballs if they have any to make a real game out of it. All right, uh, stay dirty. Well, let me say, I think the second one is, uh, I think that, I think, I don't think he's going to get that many. I think, I think that with the way the NFL has, has violently tried to take over everything, especially in, on this podcast and you, the NFL tries to take over and you have been like, you're, you're like the French during the world war two. You just are like, come on in, you can have it. Like you don't even, you, you didn't even, you didn't even put up a fight. You're like, I'm just going to sit over here and eat this croissant, you know, take over our whole show. I don't give a shit. <laughs> But I think with the Dirty Sports podcast, at least, I think we might be moving it back to Valentine's Day as the unofficial start of the NBA season. Hey, we talked a little Lakers-Celtics today. Bad, <laughs> bad, bad officiating. Here's a good can – I, can, I can I do one, Joe? Sure. A recommendation? Drink when I do an awkward segue into an ad read. Yeah. Like, ButcherBox is a great company that I love working with, Joe. I absolutely love working with Butcher Box. I agree. We got we we got a fat stack of meat recently. Uh, before I left town, my lady was nice enough to take some of the stewing beef and make beef stroganoff. Ooh, yeah, nice, nice, uh, nice dish you put together there. I think I bet, tonight- I bet your freezer's full because I know mine is. Oh yeah, like they sent us a ton of stuff, which is great, guys, because it shows up right to your doorstep. You don't got to leave your house. Free shipping for the continental U.S. and no surprise fees. Guess what I tested with the new Butcher Box product? Had some steaks on the air fryer, son. Oh wow, dude! I'm telling you, here we air, go. No, uh, here's, dude. I'm I'm totally bought into the air fryer. The Butcher Box steaks in the air fryer were legit. I've cooked now. Two sets of butcher See, box you steaks. Officially, you've officially become an air fryer guy. See, this is the problem with air fryer people. The problem with air fryer people, it's like, I can heat up my pizza. Okay, relax. Fucking heat up your pizza. But then you you get it and you get so so into it that a, an amazing company like ButcherBox sends you these great quality cuts of meat. And instead of marinating them and 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 cooking them and you know flash you know blasting them on the grill and then taking them over to the pan the pan and then over to the grill any of that stuff you're just like ah pop it in the air fryer well look I, I don't i don't have my grill set up yet to be fair they still tasted great and guys we have a great offer for you butcher box is offering our listeners, that's all you dirtballs. One of their best deals yet, a 100% grass-fed chuck roast and a whole organic chicken free. That's right, capital F-R-E-E. When you join, plus an additional $20 off your first box. This is a great, great deal. It really is. I know a lot of you guys are meat eaters out there. So sign up today at butcherbox.com forward slash dirty and use code dirty to get a 100% grass-fed Chuck roast and a whole chicken free 
in your first box plus $20 off. Once again, that's butcherbox.com forward slash dirty and use promo code dirty to get this special offer. And I almost forgot. I had plans. Fans, this is for you. Order on ButcherBox now. There are there there is other places in the world to get your groceries besides gas stations. Call, go to butcherbox.com forward slash dirty. Use promo code dirty and get yourself some meat. You don't have to eat gas station meat. You don't have to. Despite what your dad told you as he was wrapping your mom with a rolled up newspaper, you don't need to only eat at gas stations. Get some real meat. You see that on the ticker, Pereno? You see I that? Do. I do. Look, look at the upgrades we're doing here. We got, we got a ticker to promote some of the brands we work with. So if you're on YouTube, if you're watching this, butcherbox.com forward slash dirty. Use promo code dirty. All right. I think we should uh, wrap up this bad boy. Fun show. Good stuff. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, whatever, at The Dirty Sports. I'm at Sketchfest this weekend in San Francisco. A show Friday, a show Saturday. Sketchfest uh, Friday, I believe it's a 10 o'clock show. I'm doing the uh, fantastic setup, which is a very, very cool comedy club in um, San Francisco. So they're doing a comedy show, stand-up showcase. And Saturday, I am hosting a sketch show at Sketchfest. And then at the end of that show, I believe uh, we take suggestions from the audience of things that they're upset about. And then we rant on whether or not they're appropriate hopefully somebody's like i hate eagles fans and i'm like get out of the way i've got this um so come check those out and then san diego in a couple weeks uh our good friend pete ses daro is uh in california so we're going to be doing some shows we got we're doing josh nelson's show at uh candy's boom boom room in san diego on the 15th madhouse comedy club on the 16th back up here for a show in glendale on the 17th and then Westside comedy theater on the 18th. So come and see, come see me and former guest of the show, Pete Sestaro do some stand up, and then all that and more JoePrano.com and me all across social media at Joe Prano, except for Twitter where I'm at fix your life. By the way, we did have a comment saying, and I knew this, that your camera issue is an internet connection. I'm telling you it is. I thought that all along. I'm telling you it is. I'm because, because I'm I'm clear. I'm clear. I know, I know, but I'm telling you, I do this all the time. I speed test my internet here because I pay. I went for it. I went big. My speed test is. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm getting 400 megabytes per second upload. It's, I'm speed testing it right now. Okay, I'm speed testing mine right now too. Because I pay for the most expensive. Wait, per upload? Yeah. Doesn't sound right. No, per download, whatever. Because that's better than mine, and I pay a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What are you getting upload? Now I got to do the whole thing again. Because I'm getting 35.7 per upload. Well, I'm downloading. Okay. Yeah, and he's right. Speed test on the phone will be different than on the computer. 
Okay, well, I'm getting 65 on my phone at least. That's your phone. We'll test it off air on the computer. We're going we're gonna to figure this out. Dude, Ronnie Kennedy is coming in clutch. He's, he's blowing up the YouTube comments with this. If it was Andy's internet, the whole show would freeze. No, I'm not, I'm not blaming your internet. I'm telling you it's my fucking camera. I'm telling you it's your internet. But we'll, we'll, we'll do it off air real quick. We'll do your actual internet because now you're – because exactly. Anyway, people don't want to hear this. We'll figure it out. Guys, thanks for listening. Let Joe and I know if you can help us and we can help you. Join the Dirtball fam in an even better way. Join the team. All right. We'll be back on Thursday. You guys have a great week. And as always, stay dirty.